Hello and welcome to another edition of LFC Reactions. This one, Liverpool versus Arsenal in the Premier League. Um, I hope you had a first of all. I hope you all had a good Christmas. Um, I know we had a game on Boxing Day against uh, Newcastle. Unfortunately, that one wasn't televised, so I couldn't catch any glimpses of. No, no, I can't. Not even just glimpses. I couldn't just. I couldn't catch any live television coverage. So that that was the reason why I didn't do a podcast on um on uh, the Newcastle game. But we did win that one. So um four nil. So it was about continuing the win streak from here against an Arsenal side who I think yeah last we played them in November last month. We drew one one. Arguably, we should have won that one two one. There was an offside goal ruled incorrectly. Um, but other than that, it was our time to play them at Anfield. And obviously, we've been unbeaten at Anfield for 18 months now, I believe. Something like that. So, so yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> the performance, first of all, was amazing. I'm about to get into it. So, the lineup for this one. Alisson in goal. Um, left back Andy Robertson, centre back Van Dyke and Lovren, right back Trent Alexander Arnold. Um, in your midfield you had Genie Wanaldum, Fabinho, you had Shakiri, and up front was Bobby, Bobby Firmino, Salah, and Mane. So yeah, um, very attacking, very attacking team. Klopp decided why not why not go for it obviously we're on a win streak things are going well um yeah so i was pretty relatively chuffed with the lineup and on lsc twitter i think um everyone was yeah everyone was pretty chuffed with it so um yeah so yeah let me get into the lineup let me get into the game sorry so the first five ten minutes of the first half we were very imposing on Arsenal by this. The high press was there. I know Jurgen Klopp said, oh, we're going to use the press when we can. But it seemed like we went, let's test Arsenal's back line. Because typically, Unai Emre, he likes playing. He's like his team playing from the back. And the first mistake came from Arsenal's back line. Jay Leno, in fact. I believe he tried to pass it to um, Kalasinac. But... Because of the high pressure from the front three, he kicked the ball out for throwing. Um, yeah, and then yeah, there was just they just couldn't play really Arsenal. And then there was us. Um, first of all, Gini Wijnaldum, yeah, his work rate phenomenal. I know he he's he's known for doing the dirty work, and today you were seeing that he was winning the ball, he was um, linking up with play. Making sure that um, the the pinnacle moments of our attack start coming from him, so and what and Shakiri was like making sure the players are connected as well. So you were seeing a lot of that in the first ten minutes, and um, the first goal happens now. I think when how long did it take? No, yeah. So yeah, there's a twist in this. You you'd think okay after dominating. For the first 10-15 minutes that we should score first. 
And it's been a long time since Liverpool um, have been the ones that concede first at Anfield. So this happens because Fabinho makes a mistake. And I believe we were totally fine in terms of looking after the ball, retaining possession. Fabinho makes a pass. He's, I think he's, his back is towards Alice. He's, he's on the halfway line. He's got the ball. He try he kicks it. He tries to do a cross field pass, but he didn't look up when he was doing it. He kind of drilled it, and the ball was just gone along the floor. And then, oh, pardon me, the ball goes along the floor, and then um, I think a Wobi intercepts it, and then that causes an Arsenal Arsenal break. And then he has a shot at Allison. It's saved for a corner, and then Van Dijk's looking at Fabinho like, relax, relax, relax. What are you doing? And then. Um, the corner comes in now, we clear it. Fabinho makes another mistake, but five minutes later, and then, yeah, Arsenal were just gaining confidence because we were just sloppy. And then we had this little brief spells possession where even Robertson was giving the ball away. Um, it just looked like we were just panicky in our midfield when there was literally no need to, for any sort of panic. But, um, yeah, we give the ball away again. I think in around the 15th minute, Arsenal on the break. Um, I think Torreira passes to Awobi. Awobi looks up, crosses it um, along our uh, along our 18-yard box. Um, Robertson doesn't track Nathan Nows, who's behind him. He kind of just thinks, ah, oh, the ball's been overhit. But the ball ends, but Nathan Nows has got his paces for a young kid. He's pretty fast, so he got into the end of the ball and he tapped it in, and it was 1 0 Arsenal. I was just thinking from here, oh my god, here we go again. Not even here we go again, but what what is going on that we've just suddenly, we've suddenly just lost, lost care, lost care of, lost, um, looking after the ball, lost, lost our way at Anfield, and we let Arsenal gain some next confidence. But then immediately we saw a, a, the aggression in Liverpool to say, hey, that was a fluke. You're not doing that again. And so two minutes later, um, Liverpool on a brief spell of attack. Um, I think Salah tries to pass it to Firmino. And then, but it was kind of intercepted by Arsenal's defence, but they muck it up. I, I think it was Lichtensteiner who kicks it into Mustafi or the other way around, one of the two. And Jay Leno's come out of goal as well. So then when the ball's ricocheted, it's it's deceived everyone. It tricks Jay Leno. And Bobby Firmino literally has an open net from about three yards. And guess what he does? The no look. <laughs> he does the no look. It's crazy, right? He loves that no look signature. I don't think we'd seen it until this season. Oh no, it was Salah got tackled. Salah got tackled, I remember now. He didn't pass it to Firmino. And then that's what caused the ricochet and confusion. And then, yeah, Firmino tapped it in for 1-1. But the fun didn't stop there. Liverpool were aggressive again because we needed to get back. Or we needed to teach Arsenal a lesson. So then Bobby Firmino goes on an amazing solo run. He dribbles past Mustafi. He dribbled past Lichtensteiner. Torreos trying to run back, run back. Torreo falls on the floor. Bobby Firmino's taking everyone for a samba dance. 
And then he's one-on-one with Jay Leno. Um, uses his left foot. Slots it bottom corner. 2-1 Liverpool. Just like that. Turned it around instantly. And then, ah, the confidence, the fans were brewing from there. You could hear the singing, the passion. And then we, we, we kicked on. We kicked on. That wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. Um, yeah, then it was just about looking after the ball again. And then we were doing better. After, after that wake-up period of 2-1, Genie, the midfield, Fabinho was kind of still a bit sloppy in the first half. But he was... Um, he was improving a bit in terms of recycling the ball and keeping that going. And Robertson was doing well with key passes. Then the third goal happens now, I think. Um, again, we put pressure. Kalashinac tries to pass the ball to Jay Leno, but he, he overhit this pass so bad. Jay Leno can't get anywhere near it. It's a corner. We whip it in. Um, Arsenal clear it. It falls to Robertson. Arsenal, Arsenal's back line pushes up. But then you see Robert, you see Salah, who's on, who's on the channels, um, just onside as Robertson whips this diagonal ball in. It falls to Salah, Salah squares it to Sadio Mane, Mane hits it on the half volley, 3-1 Liverpool, boom. Um, great play again, uh, Sadio Mane always seems to score against uh, Arsenal. Like, at least one goal a season, I think, so far. So, yeah, that was pretty impressive. But the fun didn't stop there. (laughs) Once again, another Liverpool attack. It seems like we were just constantly attacking Arsenal. It was so easy for us to penetrate their front three, whereas Arsenal had to kind of figure out what to do for progressive play. But... Um, with, with the momentum's flying with us. Salah's once again running down the channels. He dribbles past um, Socrates, I think. I think he dribbled past Socrates. And then um, Socrates holds him and then trips him. And then he falls down again and it's a pe- he falls down as a penalty. And there was controversy, which I didn't speak about on the Newcastle one because I've never done the podcast, where people are saying Salah dived, even though his arm was grabbed. It was cut. It was... It was enough contact for him to fall down. He may have fell theoretically, but outside the box against Newcastle, if that happened anywhere else, the referee would have blown a free kick. So it was a very soft penalty in that Newcastle game. But this one was stonewall. It was stonewall. No one can complain. No one can complain. So yeah, Salo was the one who stepped up to the plate to take the penalty. He sprinted and hit this ball as hard as he could. Uh, literally straight down the middle, Jay Leno kind of got a left hand to it and then hit the back of the net. 4-1 Liverpool. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was pretty much the first half. So game over, right? 4-1 up. Arsenal capitulating after being 1-0 up. Um, yeah, that was pretty hilarious. <laughs> hilarious fun. Not really hilarious, but... Because at first, we weren't looking after the ball. Because in my head, I was thinking, well, 4-1 up. But we could have still played much better than that. If we just stopped being a little bit panicky, because sometimes we were just carelessly not looking after the ball. But that just shows the great deaths Liverpool and Jurgen Klopp have taken um, this season. That we are not, we're in second gear and we're beating Arsenal, a top six team. 4-1 at home at half-time. Incredible. 
So yeah, second half starts, resumes, and it's more or less the same. Genie doing dirty work, all the grittiness, his work rate is amazing. And his ball retention, oh, I think he may have surpassed Dembele this season in terms of being the best, having the best ball retention in the Premier League. He knows how to look after a ball and weave past defenders doing it in central midfield at the same time. Fair enough, I think Dembele's got an injury for Tottenham, so we ain't really seen him. So therefore, Genie takes takes the podium for that. But yeah, um, the fun doesn't stop there. I think it was around the 60th minute. I can't remember. Yeah, uh, there was a corner. It got whipped in. Somebody, one of the Arsenal's back line fouled Lovren. And um, yeah, it was a penalty again to Liverpool. And ironically, Arsenal brought on Koscielny to fix the back line. But clearly that wasn't working. Um, so yeah. Since Bobby Firmino wasn't a hat-trick, he had to take it, right? And he coolly slotted it away, took Jay Leno the wrong way. 4-1. 5-1, sorry. Bobby Firmino gets his hat-trick. Everyone's happy. Um, And then, yeah, Klopp decided to do substitution sensibly. Took off Sadio Mane. Brought on Jordan Henderson, who had a fine... he He had a decent cameo coming on, just making sure the ball ticks. Energy and the energy in midfield is sustained. Um, the other substitution was I can't even remember. And then Nathaniel Klein came on for Andy Robertson, and then someone else, Genie Wanaldum. Yeah, that's it. Genie Wanaldum for Adam Lallana. That was the three substitutions. Um, and yeah, we could have. We were just in control. It it just became. A training session at Melwood, really, after that. <laughs> like, Arsenal fans are complete. Arsenal had completely given up. And it just shows you how much of a fortress it is at Anfield. And, yeah, that was pretty much the game. 5-1. Very good performance. We are now nine points clear at the top. Why are we nine points clear at the top? Well, earlier today at three o'clock, Tottenham played Wolves at home. And Tottenham lost to Wolves. Three goals to one. Amazing, <laughs> uh, absolutely amazing that teams around us are now fading away and it's great that it's good to see the bottom four in step up and get the surprise results because we hadn't seen that this season. It, it was like the first from September till about November, the top six teams bar Man United, they were just battering the bottom 14 teams like it was nothing, 14, bottom 14 teams were just not really have a goal. But in December, I don't know what's happened. Crystal Palace, Leicester, um, Wolves now, they're all stepping up and getting amazing three points. So, yeah. Um, Man City play tomorrow away against Southampton. Let's see how they respond. <laughs> um, they've lost, they lost against Leicester. So, if they win against Southampton away tomorrow, they'll be back in second place. Um, so yeah, so right now it's the nine point lead gap is amazing. We're still unbeaten in the league. Jurgen Klopp hundred percent win ratio in December. So by he definitely wins manager of the month. Every of and all of other title contenders, they have lost three games or more. Three games or more. We are still on zero. 
We have 54 points. 54 points. The way we are continuing, we may end this season on 100. And <clears throat> my voice is going. Sorry, um, I've been doing a lot of shouting and cheering. But yeah, but it's looking like if we sustain this, the title could be wrapped up in April during the running, um, which will be amazing. Also, in some other related Liverpool news, Alex Oxley chamberlain is due to return in February. Well, due to return to full training in February. This is great news again. More competition for midfield places. And Chamberlain was the catalyst between us and that front three. Security had to step up and do that Oxley chamberlain role, which he's done excellently. But Chamberlain return will be a boost. Um, if we manage to do... The, the 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 dream of winning our first Premier League title, um, actually Chamberlain needs six appearances to do it, and if he comes on as a substitute, probably f- six times he go he may get his medal. But let's not think that far f- first. Um, the next big game is against Manchester City on Thursday away at the Etihad, and that could wrap up the league. It could virtually, virtually wrap up the league, or or psychologically change the entire aspect of the league. If we beat, if we beat Manchester City at the Etihad, how our confidence will be unreal. It will be if we beat them at the Etihad, we're in a title race with ourselves. It's just about how well we can do between now and May. But even now, it's a even even before this Arsenal game, it was a title race between ourselves and ourselves. Really, we are in control of our own destiny. We know this. Another fifteen games to go. I know, I know. There's. I think. I think we've played our twentieth or nineteenth game. We may. We have. I think another nineteen games or eighteen games. If we win about fourteen of those, we win. I think we'll win the league. We should win the league. So, whether we go unbeaten or not, sure, that would be great. A golden Premier League trophy to top off the 28-year wait of never winning a Premier League title. Um, that would be amazing. And Arsenal fans can't be like, oh, we were the ones only unbeaten. No one cares about that anymore. This is modern-day football. But if we pull that off, amazing. Um, yeah, so it's a... This is arguably be the best Liverpool team I have seen in my lifetime in terms of keeper, backline, midfield and attacking force. It's all there. It's literally all there. Um, January transfer window. Um, will Klopp buy anyone? Maybe. I don't know. Um, if there's a place, if there's a... If there's a position we may need to strengthen him, probably centre-back because we only have two centre-backs left. But I know Joel Gomez and Matip, they should be back for the Wolves game or maybe just after the Wolves game. So that might, that might refrain Jurgen Klopp from buying anyone. However, however, if he, if he either needs to do that or he can strengthen in wings department because this is our best chance ever to win a Premier League title. If Mane, Firmino or Salah get injured... It's a problem because we don't have the adequate replacement. So, do you go out and buy a Dembele? 
do you pursue Fekir again? Do you go for Pulisic? I know Pep Guardiola last year, um, he was 17 points clear in January and he still bought a centre-back. He wanted to make sure we see this over the line. And I think Jurgen Klopp, me, I want him to do the same. I want him to do the same. We may never be in a position like this again. We, we don't know the future. But we know right now this title's in our hands. So use that window like you did last year to get Van Dijk to buy somebody in, to add to that attacking depth. You know what I mean? So yeah, um, other than that, I have nothing much more else to say other than I hope you guys have had a very good 2018 the next time I do this podcast will be 2019. Um, and, it was, and it's the big one. So the 2019's podcast starts off with a bang, literally against Manchester City. I'm looking forward to watching that. Um, th- thank you for listening. Be sure to like and subscribe um, and share it amongst your friends. Um, and have a very good new year. I'll see you guys in 2019. Thank you.